Welcome back. Here we are. We're here. You're here. Everybody here. Kim's here. <laughs> Kim is here <laughs> as our little Sally Salt. Oh, Salty Sally. She's going to badger us into some new adventures mm-hmm. for the adventures of Baron Munchausen. Oh, you gonna did say it. it. I did it without did the Vaughn. I know. I'm pretty sure there was a timeline shift somewhere. Yeah, so we're pretty positive there was a Mandela effect happening and that this movie used to be called Baron Von Munchausen. Yeah, The Adventures of Baron Von Munchausen. Like, it hurts the music if you don't say the Von part. Yeah, so, but no, it's just The Adventures of Baron Munchausen. Yeah, whatever. I even capitalized the Von. (laughs) Just to make sure we say Just to make sure that everybody knows. And before we get into it, doom bills. Give them the business. So, firstly, I would like to thank our new patrons, Billy welcome, and welcome. Vanessa. Thank, thank you so you. much. Welcome and thank you. Um, and if you want to be a patron, patreon.com forward slash doom generation. And if you want to follow us on Instagram and see all of our super cool photo edits, it's doom generation pod on Instagram, Twitter, doom gen pod. Um, doomgeneration.threadless.com for oh, merch yeah. and follow us on Stream Lounge and we're going to do some mm-hmm. watch longs I'm going to try to and I think that about covers it that's it so this movie I never remember if I saw <laughs> movies in the theater but I remember this one because it did the thing that happens in Gremlins 2 only without the Gremlins <laughs> where when we sat down like five minutes into the movie, the reel melted. Oh, shit. And you could see like caught fire. <clears throat> you could see it on the screen. And so wow. we had to get our money back and go see it at a later show. I don't think I saw this in the theater again. This would have been the time when my brother was like little, little. But I feel like this is a movie that I saw because my mom wanted to. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, like no, one of my babysitters she showed me. me. I don't know. I think he was a Terry Gilliam fan. Well, yeah, that would be why my mom would have shown it yeah. to me. Yeah, and so he took me to see this movie in the theater. So I would have seen it when I was eight or nine. Yeah. I don't know what month it came out, but... Depending on, yeah, this 1988 is what the... Yeah, so I was eight or nine years was. old when I saw this. So this movie's been a part of my life since I was eight or nine years old yeah i mean i was pretty little the first time i saw it Mm -hmm. i would imagine so yeah and i think i had already because of the same babysitter probably been watching monty python's Mm -hmm. flying circus and And because of my mom mm -hmm. i'd seen i'm sure holy grail and yeah all of the basics the basics the good (laughs) stuff and uh so we've got the cast right john neville as Hieronymus Carl Frederick Baron Von right? Munchausen. Thank God. He says it his damn self. <laughs> it is on his tombstone. He says it his damn self. Uh, Eric Idle as Berthold and Desmond. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charles McCown. McCown? McCown. McCown as Rupert and Adolphus. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack Purvis as Jeremy and Gustavus. And I guess Terry Gilliam always features little people. And amongst those little people, Jack Purvis is always included. I was going to say, he's time bandits and Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Which I get mixed up, but that's part of a trilogy, I guess, like an informal trilogy. This movie, Time Bandits and Brazil. 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 Yeah. So yeah, we'll definitely do Time Bandits eventually. At some point, because that one, like I said, I get them mixed up. Yeah, this one I remember more. Mm -hmm. Same. I think I watched this one more. Yeah. Uh, Dennis Winston as Bill and Albrecht. Sarah Pauly as Sally Salt. Uh, Oliver Reed as Vulcan. Uma Thurman as Rose and Venus. Um, Robin Williams, uncredited and unpaid. Really? Yeah, I guess he went and uh, Sean Connery was supposed to do this. Yeah, it wouldn't have been the same. It would have been a different vibe. Yeah, I mean, he could be the king of the moon. Well, he could. Yeah, I suppose he could. (laughs) 
I'm tickling your feet. You didn't know you were gonna. You didn't know you were coming here to get some Sean Connery. But guess what? Bonus. <laughs> bonus. Yeah. Whatever. But yeah, I guess he filled in for it. He got there, landed wherever it was that they were, Spain, I think, and then did it that day, and then bailed. Oh, Robin Williams. Uh huh. And he's credited as Ray D. Tuto. Because <laughs> that's what he says his name right, is, right? Yeah, so he's the king of the moon, Roger, and Rey de Tuto. That's funny. <laughs> his agent didn't want them. Right. Yeah. His yeah. agent didn't what? He didn't want Robin like, promoting the movie. Yeah, he didn't want Robin Williams promoting the movie. I don't know, but there's so many actors. Actors? With Jonathan Price. Yes. And, you know, all the people... What's Got a little Bill cameo Patterson. by Sting. Yeah, as the Random. heroic soldier. Yeah, just bring him in, take him out, execute, execute him. That's him. it. That's yep. it. Yep, that's his big his big spot. But he do look fine though. I mean, with them cheek he good looking man. He's a good looking man. He. I don't want to have sex with him for eight hours. No, no, I don't want to have sex with anybody for Sting. eight hours. That's Chill a job. The fuck out. Your I'd wife don't want to bang for eight hours? I mean, maybe Trudy do. I maybe. don't know. Uh, that's true. I don't know she's your into life, it too, so I don't know. Like maybe, I mean, if you got to Well, then practice. you found your soulmate because I, I don't want to fuck nobody I for eight hours. I work full time, so it's like, this is already- <laughs> Ain't nobody a, got time for that? Right? This is already like a hobby that I'm doing on the side yeah. of working full time, so I can't imagine- like, are you paying me? Right, like I'm right. I, I had to clock husband, in. But do I get diamonds after this? Or, or Eight hours. I don't know. Damn, I gotta cancel all kinds of shit. Like, that's a lot of concentration <laughs> to that maintain. That's not like an everyday thing. Are we talking like once a month? You have an eight-hour sesh. Well, that's okay. Different. Right, we that's get different. up and on a Sunday morning. Right, <laughs> spend the whole day in bed. That's a Doing different story. Breathing, and but you're bending. telling me like once a week, twice a week. Uh, no, you need an eight-hour. No, I'm we're sorry, not sir. doing that. Nope. I don't know what that whole thing is about. I don't know what it's about. Tantric sex. I don't either. <laughs> like, Lodging, I guess. Yeah, what it's that's about. what it kind of seems like. That that's seems a like fancy way of, of saying I'm really good at edging. <laughs> so anyway, uh, it's the late 18th century. Right? There the age is. of reason. It's a Wednesday. A Wednesday. Uh, the Turkish army is attacking, what is that, France? I don't even know. It never really says it where they like, are, do they? They look like little toy the soldiers. soldiers look like... Yeah, and they, I don't know, there's dragon cannons and explosions and destruction. Chaos. People are living in uh, horse heads and cannibalism. (laughs) They have to remind people is outlawed. Yes. And a little girl is out there crossing out Henry Salton's son and writing in Dota. Yes. So that's little Sarah Polly. Little Sarah Polly. And she goes in to where her father's theater company is mm-hmm. putting on a Baron Munchausen play. Right. And her father is playing Baron Munchausen. Right. And I love these I wrote exactly that. And like, like the I spinning love this. suns and the way they do the yes. ocean and the big monster mouth What's and all that. What's the fucking um oh my god. Daryl Hannah, Liam Neeson. Oh, um, oh, and it had that part where they did those sets, yes. and then the octopus came out and grabbed yes. them. Yes, what was it? They do this in it's not haunted movie. honeymoon, but it's something. It's it's oh god damn it! Fuck. Is it high spirits? Yes, yes, high spirits. I think that's the one. But yes, they had same yes. thing. We're like, that's why that movie has a place mm-hmm. in my heart is that same shit. I love I, yeah. those moving that's, sets. I love that. It's like 3D. Like that was 3D back then. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just so well done. They got all them ropes and pulleys. That lady with it the was baby. Like, hard. Yes. Seriously. That, Shit's on off. fire. There's explosion. Bloody soldiers and families are watching this play while. Right bombs are going off whatever uh-huh. and again with these wigs with the ships in them <laughs> yeah i love a wig with a ship in it gotta love it i want it and this play depicts him being eaten by a big sea monster and blown out the blowhole because <laughs> a modicum of snuff is what i find a uh, modicum always of snuff it's always efficacious efficacious efficient it's efficient Sorry. I don't know. Sorry to your ears for that. I one. only read it. I don't know what it sounds like because I don't remember. I only watched this movie today before I came over. And, and already don't remember. And I already forgot. So <laughs> Sally gets up on stage. Her father chases her down and she's like, right. so where's my brother? 
Yeah. These she posters are him. Henry Salton's sons. Right. He's like, I should have never touched you to read. <laughs> and he's like, that's just the way. Like, right. you just, it's you, tradition. You just make it in sons. And right. she's like, mm-hmm. whatever. That's bullshit. And then who should arrive? But mm-hmm. the actual Baron the Munchausen. The apparent real Baron sees the poster advertising his stories. <laughs> advertising his stories. And he come and then here comes Sting. This yes. is where they bring him in and take him out. He gets executed. And uh, yes, this must be the year that Katarina's hairdresser was talking about, in which everything is Turkish. Oh, oh yeah, like everything is. Well, the Turks are they're invading, but yeah. I mean, like every all the clothes mm-hmm. seems very Turkish of the same times. Gotcha. So yeah, they take him out to be executed Mm -hmm. and the next act of the play starts when the Baron appears at the back of the theater yelling, lies! Right? He's like, this is bullshit. I'm the real Baron. I'm not going to put up with this. And he like takes out his sword and slices (laughs) off the tip of the fake Baron's nose. And he's like fucking up the sets and causing mayhem. And then he sees them beautiful ladies. Oh. And is entranced. Hello. And he says that's the only right thing about this whole production is these beautiful ladies. Right. But everything else are lies. And then he recognizes his old crew. Right. He's like, oh, what's up? It's it's Berthold. It's yeah, Albrecht. Like, it's Adolphus. It's Gustav. And they're like, like no. my name is Desmond. <laughs> we're, like, not no, we're not those. We're not I don't dudes. know what you're talking about. You're crazy old men. And so then we go to um, public servant Horatio Jackson, right, which it never really says. He's right just an ordinary. elected official. So it doesn't really say he what's his title. He the theater. It's the right ordinary. Yeah. and he But he gets to order fucking soldiers executed. So I guess. I mean, I don't know. It's because there's about, chaos. So he's it's like just, saving the city. But he's like, nah, like uh-huh. only I can win this war because I am the cause of it. Mm-hmm. It's my fault. And the audience is like, yeah, right. <laughs> They're all laughing at him. He's like, you have a weak grasp of reality. Like, your reality is bullshit, <laughs> basically. So he's, he's like, starts, he's a doctor. Yeah, he he's starts crazy. to tell his story about when he returned from Egypt, mm-hmm. he was warmly welcomed by the Grand Turk, His Highness the Sultan. And mm-hmm. then we're suddenly not on the play anymore. We're right. like in a flashback. We go into like the real life story and there's all these interesting people and in like the Sultan's joint. And I can't help but notice that large naked person on the platforms with that big ass bird. There was a lot of large half I saw the one that. just because the crack, like all I saw was crack. And I thought the bird was part of a hat. That Sultan was into the curvy ladies. Well, he likes big butts and he can't deny. That's right. But that did should you have see been the his platform? little song. I know. <laughs> the platforms that they were on? No, I didn't really like notice. They were like big, tall, like in the middle, one piece platform. No, I didn't notice that. Slip-ons that they were wearing. Yeah, it was crazy. So anyway, so we see his little harem. Right. That's a booty you notice. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about wine. The Baron's there with the Sultan. They're enjoying some of the Sultan's finest wine. But he calls it like mediocre. He insults his wine. He's like, Mm -hmm. I could have within the hour from the Imperial Cellar in Vienna, a thousand miles away or so, uh, the best whatever the fuck it is. Better than this wine. That's better than this. And he's like, sure, sure, sure. Right. He's like, no, no, no. If you win, you can take my head. And what what do and I? And the get? Sultan sets the thing that if if you right. win, you can take as much treasure as the strongest man can carry. Which like, I, you brought that on yourself, Sultan. That's a bold move. I, I mean, mean, I even guess if he, didn't, he didn't expect him to clear him out, but like, no, that's still a bold move. It's true, but I mean, like he saw his dudes, didn't he? Because they were all just waiting outside. When you must have thought there would have been legends already about his crew, right? Like, like you don't they, know he got a fast dude. Maybe, well, they don't believe it. Everybody thinks Maybe. it's an exaggeration. So well, he's got... Why is he walking around with... Right. So he's got Berthold, who's got right. chains, big old balls and chains. Yeah, because he's, of course, he's like, bullshit, you can't complete that trip for a thousand miles away in an hour. So they unstrap him and send him on his way, and he fucking cartoon... Yes, he's got these thunder thighs. himself. And, and, like, did you see, like, his gigantic pussy in those pants? I did not. <laughs> Bertold is Bertusi. Like everything was like real muscular, and so was his pussy. I mean, like his moose knuckle. You can see it in his pants. I did not notice. I I did. 
I was that not was clocking Bert Holt's pussy. I, my bad. I, it was. It stood out because I noticed his like his big calves and his mm-hmm. big thighs. You know what? Yes, that I noticed. And then like <laughs> while you're looking up, you're following the line right in the middle. Flat, I flap. did not notice. Just flap, flap. So he uses that powerful pussy to yes. <laughs> to <laughs> propel him <laughs> to Vienna. And the sultan turns over the hourglass. And I remember, I love his little bendy ponytail. Yes, I know, pony and the tail. little pocket. But I put, I wrote that too. I'm like, I, I want, want the little pocket hourglass. Totally. Yes. And so they both turn over their timers. Mm-hmm. He takes off. And the sultan brings in some light entertainment, which is... His cage full of slaves organ. Right. And he's like, I'm writing this opera. You want to hear it? And he's like, no, not really. I wrote a song about it. Here, here, here it go. go. <laughs> he makes this. He, every time he plays this organ, these spears jab <coughs> the slaves inside. Right. And it's producing yelps and screams. And like, then they bring in the giant to get ready. Sharpening his axe. axe. Right. And he's like blind. Yeah. Like, why would have... you sew your executioner's eyes I shut? I don't know. And like the little guy has to help him. He's always yeah. like. Turn him around and face him to. He, right. Why do you draw the dotted line? He can't see I, shit. He can't see it. Who did dot a line for? I, I mean, I yes, know. it's funny, but who the dotted line for? I don't know. The Sultan, I guess. It's all the drama, the buildup, so that like he knows, like you're about to get your head chopped off. Mm-hmm. I guess. So there's. They're starting to run out of time, and the Baron whistles for his horse. Yeah, and here comes Bucephalus. 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 And we're going to call that horse Bucephalus. And like, nobody is phased by the fact that he jumps this horse out the trellis window to the ground below. Like, the Sultan doesn't like a move. He doesn't send anybody after him. No, he's. Just he just continues to play his torture opera. And like that horse landed hard. That I'm going to guess. We'll I mean, just it's get not it. from that high, but like number one, it was the 80s. Number two was Terry Gilliam. Let's just say he's not known for the great and ethical treatment of actors or animals. Anything. So, of anything. Right. So I'm sure that some animals and people were injured in the making of this movie. Oh, man. Like. Oof. But yeah, that it didn't go as far. I'm That's sure exactly as it showed, what I wrote, but it's like, just it still looked like it landed pretty fucking hard. I wrote that same thing. I was like, Terry Gilliam doesn't give a shit about human actors, so I can't even imagine how little a shit he exactly. gives for the animal ones. So now exactly. I'm sad. So anyhow, Berthold has three and a half minutes to get there, and so he goes down to his other boys, like, right. what the fuck? And they're like not taking him seriously until he says it's a wager, and they're and like, they're like oh, a wager. So like his compa puts his ear to the ground. Bert's like sleeping he can hear him sleeping and his sharpshooter hits the apple in the tree and they think they said he was 900 miles away or yeah something. i'm I like know. damn three and a half a minutes shooter. whatever yeah we and he fell asleep i mean i guess you do you get, you get tired. tired when you run that fast i would imagine mm-hmm. so we got like a fast man some super sight and some super hearing and some super strength and some super breath mm-hmm. um Lots of supers. Lots so time is nearly up. And he goes back into the Sultan and everyone's well, just still standing there like there was no big deal about him chasing the, or not chasing, no, but jumping like, the horse out the He's window, a man like, of his word. They knew that. He'll be right back. But I really love this big hand yes, to, to the catch head. the head. I like that. I I'd do. like one of those. I do. Uh, Berthold makes it just as the last granule. <laughs> not drops. late, am I? No. Come on. <laughs> and Come on. Just his little braid gets chopped off. Yes. Oh, this is where you could see that gigantic pussy in his pants. Oh. So anyway, they say that like the wine is saved is good. Um, the Sultan declares the Baron the winner, and his strongman is able to carry literally all, all of the, the treasuries. And this is why the Turks are so mad. So yes, they start. They leave the Sultan with nothing. <laughs> the Squire runs down there with that big key. The treasurer. Oh yes, the whatever. And like and he, he just, just whoop. Cop, cops, chops his Chop. head right off. Like Very Billy Miles. Easily. Yeah, he's like Billy Miles. <laughs> and it lands in that lady's lap and it winks at her. Mm-hmm. Oof. So this fantastic army attempts to stop them and blocks the exits, but Gustavus blows them away. <sighs> literally. And now the cannons are firing in the present and like. Uh, the yeah, theater, we're back there's at the like play. real time, like everybody scatters, <clears throat> right? The crowd's dispersing. The Baron's like, Wait, I got more, and they're like, Yo, the stage is on fire. We're yeah, the here. right ordinary shuts it all down, and Henry begs to like keep them 
or whatever. And, and he's like, like, no, I want you mm-hmm. in your company you out of town go. by tomorrow. Sally finds that dog on the stage and like, the Baron's dog or whatever, isn't it? Yeah. And she follows it deep backstage <clears throat> where she finds a grim reaper. The specter of death hovering ah. over the real Baron attempting to take his life lights. And she like reveals its skeleton right face she by, knocks like, over it. the thing and causing it to reveal itself and she like it's all and really you can burst it into Oof. flames with a candelabra this fucking spectral well because it turns thing. into that painted set mm. but yeah it seemed too magic to kill one of those anyhow so she knocks over there's the hourglass nearby him and she knocks that over like that was his hourglass or I what guess. anyhow uh, he opens his eyes to see her in front of him with wings like an angel baby. <laughs> and he is like, go away. I'm trying to die. <laughs> yes, he's ready. He's, he's ready like, I'm to tired go. of the world. And the world's tired of me. And she's like, why? Why? Like, yeah, like he would rather not adapt to changing times. It's all logic and reason, science and progress. No oh, place yeah, for well, me. Go ahead. Die out your dinosaur. So she starts asking about the what happened after at the Sultan's Palace, and he realizes, like, sh- oh, she really want to know. Oh, right. like, you want to know if the trails are, tales are true or whatever. He's like, tell me. He's like, buzz off. But then things start Please. fucking exploding. Right. <clears throat> and this is probably the scene that Sarah Polly talks about. See, now, I thought it was um, later on in the movie when they're at the big war at the end. Because probably you both. Could see, well, probably both. <laughs> but you could see her, like, like her reaction is pretty genuine like she it's seems like it's pretty close but sure her reaction like is pretty startled well right here where she runs through the town basically well that too i'm sure runs to a cannon and starts screaming at the war to stop stop. (laughs) she's like throwing rocks rocks and the baron comes out and he's like don't you think it would be good to silence the cannons? They're like, no, but it's Wednesday. Which, what does that mean? Is I that don't the know. off day for war on that side? The Turks don't seem to know about it. No. So he lo- goes to load it up himself and is immediately shot into the air. Right. Holding jumps- on to this mortar thing. Right. And he gets launched out of there and then it bumps a cannonball back into the... At like the mortar lands. Yeah, so he camp. like guides it to the Turkish camp, but then lets go and catches right. the ride on a returning on the cannonball. Other side. Right. And there's and flies right past another specter of death. Like it tries to catch him, but he like goes faster. Yeah, it misses. And so he lands right back next to Sally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And tells the Turks to st- that, or tells them the Turks are about to storm the walls. Right. And like the women are begging him to save them. And uh, he's going to go. I got to go out and find my friends. Like, I could fix this if Mm -hmm. I can go out and find my friends. Um, He could save the city. But first, he needs their underpanties. Which. And, like, it looks soiled. I was just. I have a note that the smell of this hot air balloon. (laughs) Because we we also established this in Amadeus also, where, like, just the filth. There ain't no laundry. I so know this is even worse than the aristocracy. Oh, and and a hot air hot balloon? air in your pantaloons. Oh, and and what's his name? Desmond's over there, like ooh, getting all randy right? about these big old bloomers, and it's like number one, bloomers, bloomers, bloomers. Number two, they smell like rancid assholes. Oh, like, come on, <laughs> these all those are rich not cheeses. Well, rich no, they're not cheeses. showering. All the rich cheeses and the not showering. Yes. And they look like I'm saying like. And you know shitting your pants because cannonballs are coming at your head. Well yeah that too. Like there's no time to squat. You just got to (laughs) go. Or what was, did we talk about in Amadeus the whole. Where they were like squatting over pots but here it's just in the street. Well but what was who was it that was telling us about that they didn't even squat over a thing. They just like stopped while they were walking. Yeah who was just telling us that. Was that you, Kim? I think so. Who was? Well, it must have been Liana, or who the that hell they would told just us that? that they the... just would be walking down with their friend. That's gross. and then they would just be like, just oh, like just shake it, and they would just like shake out a fucking turn. Who told us? That? Like, God damn scoot it! Aside, just whoop, and just like there wasn't even a designated area. It was just like you just would be walking down the street and just be like, oh, walking hang on. Down the and that ladies didn't wear underwear under them big old dresses because they would just have to let loose 
The insides. Mm. Well, that's why the balloon looked like that. It was some dirty damn chonies. That oh. was a dirty chony balloon. Oh, the smell. I'm telling you, with that, with the flames up under there. Mm. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we find out Desmond's got a weird kink and we make a hot air balloon. <laughs> and and um, <laughs> the soldiers see it and go report back to... What's his name again? I just have Jackson. What, the what right you, ordinary. The right ordinary. Horatio. And he orders them arrested and thrown right. out of town. He's like, but they're trying to leave. And he's like, but they can't open the gates. We'll throw them over the walls. Right. <laughs> Whatever. So anyhow, they've attached the uh, set ship. And it's starting to float away. Baron's saying his goodbyes. And he's like, nope, Argus, stay back. I'll be back. You stay. Well, and, the dog um, like jumps off to stop soldiers that's shooting right. at him or he's, something. Yeah, he does the thing or whatever and he manages to depart and he says to all the ladies to who I am in debt for their frilly linens, don't catch cold. Oh. <laughs> oh, that was my that was my wolfy laugh. Now they're all just airing it out down there. And so the guy sees them leave and is like, oh, they won't get far on hot air and fantasy. <laughs> and he goes to drop a sandbag and there's right, Sally. Just, whoop, right over the over the edge. It's and a good thing she gets stuck on that anchor. Yeah, gets stuck on the anchor by her dress and he pulls her up. Kids. And he's like, now I gotta land and leave you. And you she's like, you can't land everything. But we're there's over no the Turks, right? There's no turning back now. So where are we going first? The first place we're going to is the, the moon. moon. Obviously, that's, that's the last place. Come on, Sally. I, where else do you go where when you're trying to save a town on Earth from a little war in the 1800s? You go, you go to, to the, the moon. moon. That was the last place that Bertolt was. So they go back to the moon. Yeah, and she's like, it'll take ages. No, it won't. No. Like right there, and he tells her about the king and queen of the moon who are charming and have detachable heads. Yeah, you, you know, know this, their, right? You know about their detachable heads. Their heads go off for intellectual pursuits while their bodies engage in more bodily, bodily activities. Things. Yeah, and like sometimes the heads and bodies don't always see eye to eye. He's like, "You believe me, don't you?" Of course you do. I'm doing my best. Oh yeah, she that's says. <laughs> she's really trying. Best. She believes it's, he's Baron Munchausen, but she's right, having a hard time with this we're story. Going on an adventure. So they fly through the lightning storm. They mm-hmm. see another one of these death or specters. Is it the same one? I don't know. Well, I think I feel like the first one had really red hair, mm-hmm. and then they made the rest of them. I think they were all a little bit different looking. I oh. feel like it was multiple reapers or something. I, I but I don't notice. know. I thought they all I looked pretty similar, but who knows. And the lightning snaps them from their balloon. Right. And the ship falls into the sea and the sea turns into sand. Yes. So it gets from stormy to all of a sudden very calm and shallow. And Mm -hmm. they just like scoot through the sand. Oh, and the sand, like the hand and the sand. like that sand. mm -hmm, That reminds me. That's a core memory. It's weird. Mm -hmm. And And we're here. They wake up and there's a house ahead. Mm -hmm. And he tells her. She also tells him, you look younger. Oh, yeah. He wakes up younger. Right. He's like, adventure always does that to him. Um, And he tells her that he's one of the king's favorites. And I love these little buildings like that move around. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. It gives me. Oh, God, it's something else. And now I'm going to draw a blank. I feel like it reminds me of something. (sighs) I'm sure as soon as you say it, the first thing that came to mind can't be what I was thinking of. (laughs) Thomas and Nardo. Oh, oh, yeah. Tom, I see why where, you would that's say that. That's from I see something. why you would say that. That's what the town he because they were like two dimensional. Yeah, but they yeah. moved around. Uh huh. I don't think that's what no, I was going but, for, but yes, that also. That's funny. That's funny. So it boxes them in the uh-huh. city. Like at first, it cheers them and greets yeah. them. Woo. There's and no then, people. No, it's just the buildings make sounds. I guess. And then it all goes silent, and the ship hits the end of the line. And here come the Moon King, the head of the Moon King. Anyway, right. I've got you at last, Benvenuto alla Luna Barone. <laughs> and he is not super happy to see no. the Baron. Mm-mm. He's looking a little pasty and yeah. gray. Mm-hmm. And he's telling him he's not just the king of the moon anymore. Right. You must refer to me by my whole name. King of everything. Rey de tuto. And you can he call is me Rey. now ruling the universe. Yes. And he says he created the Baron. And the Baron's like, mm, if you'll remember, <laughs> you wouldn't be here without me. And it's like, oh, oh. oh really? And so um, the head flies off and they mm. appear in this nice room full of little chairs and paintings. But then you realize they're up on like a plinth. Right. Like a little platform or whatever because they're so much bigger than Mm -hmm. they are and like his head is in some discomfort 
Yes, it's like itchy or it's right, like it's like twitchy. his body's up to something. So he's and his body is chasing the queen, of nearby. course, like harassing the queen, and he's trying to get his head back on, which he succeeds in, which yes. makes the harassment of his wife even more. Yes, and which like. like I thought it would temper the body a bit to think. have the head back on, but it no. just makes the body take over Randia. the head. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense, really. No, you would think it would be the other Look, way I'm around. I'm trying to make sense out of the Moon King's floating heads. Moon the loon. Relationship with his body. Oh, it doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. So, yeah, the queen's got lips and he's going to use them, baby. He's he's hassling the queen. She shoves some food in his mouth to stop right. him. And like the queen's real happy to see the baron. Baron. Oh, baron. <laughs> what could he possibly... This is another I, midge situation, I, but reverse. Uh, so instead of... Yeah, no, I know. We don't need little, to... No, what in the world did he do to this You queen? know what he did, Nicole? <laughs> he like humped her clitoris? No. Yep. Sure. Yep. Oh, God. What did he yep. do, though? Oh no! He just wrote the like damn this. horse up there. Oh come on, <laughs> Busabala! <laughs> Forward! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna have to use just her one set of pantaloons oh to get God. back. Oh, so anyway. <laughs> She's all flirty with Baron, and right. now the the king King's comes back like, nah. like no 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 no. Uh-uh. You tried to make off my, with my queen the last time, right? And then he puts him in a cage. Back, and they find somebody in the cage. Right. Well, the head takes off takes off off his body again, mm-hmm. and he like catches him in a net. And he's like, I do not have time for flatulence and orgasm. <laughs> And the queen follows, leaves them alone in the cage. And right. so it's when Sally's trying to find a way out that she steps on someone's fingers. Right. Someone's in there. And like, he can't remember who he is. He's been in there so long. All he knows is he's a very wicked criminal. <laughs> but he only knows that because Else he's why locked he, in a cage. Why would he be here? And he's he in shackles. So he must right. be a criminal. He must be. Yeah. I'm, I've got these. And that's when the Baron's like, oh, hey, what's up, dude? It's Berthold. And yeah, he has no idea. No, he doesn't know who he is. And then here come the queen's head. Oh. And the key in her mouth. Right. She's like, Ooh. Releases Ooh. them by spinning around with her head and with the key. <laughs> but yeah, she's making all these. Ooh. 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 And so you presume the king's back there fucking her. Right. But. But. No. He says, no, no, no. She's just. He's tickling her feet. Right. And sure enough. He's tickling her feet tickling with a feather and like. She must get back before Roger notices that she's headless. And like, unless the Baron wants to take her with him. Without your body? Well, I thought you loved me for my mom. Yes. And so she's like, here, take a lock of my hair. He's like, whack. Wax a big old lock off. thing off. Like, like, where'd she go get her hair done on the damn moon? I don't know. I don't know. And he's got like an endless supply of roses in his coat. Oh, yeah. They never stop. And they're all, there's never like one that looks like a real rose in the whole movie. No, it doesn't doesn't matter. He just has them all like lined up in there. Mm Mm-hmm. So the king finally notices that her that head, her is, head gone. is gone. Yes, and uh, he's mad. He told me. He told me size doesn't make a difference. And you're with that little man, right? And he comes in there with that three-headed murder bird. And why didn't she fly them all the way to like I, the exit? She made them run through the fucking moon sand. I don't run, run through hard. the moon sand. That has to be hard. Running through sand is hard. I know. Well, it is. I don't. I don't run. So yeah, the three-headed buzzards come and form, but it has like a leopard body. I don't know what's going on there. It's like a little, uh, it's a little robot. But it's a cl- yeah, clockwork or whatever. Yeah, there you go. It's a clockwork three bird. And the three. king throws a spear, an asparagus spear. Yeah, Did you what? notice this? No, that's weird. It's fucking asparagus, a giant one. At first, I was like, why does that spear look weird? And then for just a second, they showed like weird. a further shot, and it's a fucking asparagus. Uh, well, I, I don't know what that has them to do with of asparagus. Yeah. Asparagus? As my mom asparagus. would call it. Asparagus. <laughs> you guys. Mom, if you're listening, I'm sorry, but that's a terrible, terrible thing that you say. <laughs> it makes me upset every time you say asparagus <laughs> because you're making it an even harder word to say by adding that extra R. Why you, you know what? This? You know what? Because your mom says it that way, now sometimes... I say it that way. You know what? Go wash your mouth out. <laughs> I won't so. say that. I won't say that. She says wash. I know she does. And she knows she says it. And she knows it's wrong. And she says it because she people knows she's tell her wrong. to stop saying it. 
Well, because you can't fucking make me. Because nobody else in my family says Warsh. <laughs> she just she picked it up somewhere. She grew up in Newport Beach. She decided Where the fuck it did you get cool? Warsh from? I don't know. I don't know. Anyhow, asparagus. So Baron and Sally run separate ways and the buzzard tears itself apart. Yes, it splits it up in three pieces and the body is dead. Long live the head. But he's got an itch. Oh, fuck. And he sneezes and blows himself through space. And Berthold had woke up with his memory back from running oh, into that asparagus. It's the Baron. But I also remember that you left me here 20 years ago and now you're back because it suits you. You expect me to follow you to the ends of the earth? Yes. Oh, okay. And there they go. And they, they walk go. literally to the tip of the crescent moon because, right. you know. That's how it works. That's how it works. They didn't find any cheese, this though. This is I why was... no one believes him, he says. <laughs> Things like this. Right. They're, like, inside the sphere and, like, there's the constellations moving yeah. around or something. And and they, like, attempt to climb down from the crescent. And then, like, they the run out of rope. Hair. Yeah. But then the Baron offers him more. He's like, where'd you get this? He's like, well, from the top. Looney Tunes physics. Seriously. And of course that doesn't work because well, everybody realizes it, that like. Because uh, you can't mention it. Wait a minute. We're not attached anymore. If he never would have said anything, it would have been fine. And as they're heading to their death. <laughs> heading on the moon. Mm, oh. Before we find out if they die. Oh, we're going to take a quick break. Yes. Before we'll be right the next back. world. Yes. Our next adventure. We'll be right back. And we're falling down, 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 down into a volcano, into Mount Etna. And I don't know how old I was when I realized that was Oliver Reed. But I yeah. don't think I made, even though I had seen mm -mm. Tommy already at this point, I did not make the connection between that no. character and this guy. No, and I mean, like, he's got the same crazy eyes. Mm -hmm. But, like, I think maybe because he had so the beard. And the, and yeah, the beard like, you, and... you can't really... You wouldn't necessarily have made that connection as a kid because I don't think I did either. No. So they land in a they make a big crater in the <laughs> in the bottom of this volcano. He had ex Baron expected it to have had a warm cushion of air to buffer right. their fall. Right. And it did not. And he tells Vulcan who he's looking for. And he, they're talking about him, be, them being giants. Right, but they're all kind of the same. He reaches in and lifts up Baron, and it turns out Baron is taller than Vulcan. Right. And they're all like, they all are calling themselves giants, but they're all just average they're height. They're all just dudes. Yeah. I mean, whatever. <laughs> they're not tiny. They're just they're giants among men. Dudes. Yeah. And so he um, shows, he, he shows, well, first he introduces himself as the god Vulcan. Right. <clears throat> and his he giant employees, the Cyclops. <laughs> yes. All of the people. He tells them that he provides weapons to whoever can pay the price. Um, and then he shows him the RX nuclear missile. It kills everything. The enemies, their wives, their children, their sheep, their cattle, their dogs. Right. All of them. Gone for good. All you got to do is sit back and press a button. And Sally thinks that's horrible. That's not fair. And he's like, well, but the advantage is you don't have to see it happen. You push the button from thousands of miles right? away. That's Berthold's like, oh, where's the fun in that? Yeah. <laughs> so he asks them in for some tea or some food or whatever. Right. Fodder, I think he says. They go into the grand room and his, his little man servant. His is so dainty. So I he know. Feels big. <laughs> so he feels like a giant. Uh, so yeah, his manservant happens to be Albrecht. They're yes. a strong man. But he doesn't want to be big and strong. He wants to be dainty and sensitive. He loves it that they call him a midget. Right. And then up comes this giant clam. Yes, out of just like a fountain. Right. It's just the fountain in the room. And like it's like the birth of Venus. And the angels fly in to clothe her. And it's and Venus de Milo. She's what? Like probably younger than her Ooh. daughter is now maybe yeah because she's pretty young young uma thurman lovely naked but yes. you don't see anything because she's nope. covering it all with her long tresses yes that's like she's like the she's venus the wife of vulcan yes the goddess and, and he introduces her venus the <laughs> goddess my wife. My wife. And he comes over and my wife. A, my wife. <laughs> he turns a piece of coal into a diamond with his bare hands. Which is boring to her because she's she like, just it's another diamond. Throws Meh. it into the pile. We have so many. 18. Oh, she was 18. Ooh. Barely legal. Oh, jailbait. And didn't you say, didn't you say, Kim, that Oliver was, uh, 
Oh yeah, the dogging heat. on. Ooh, Uma. Ooh, I hear the rain. The rain's coming the rain? down. Oh dang. Ooh. Hey now. Hey now. Don't um. dream it. So. <laughs> <laughs> You said it twice. I did. I did. That was, that was on me. I, I hit the trigger. And so Baron and Venus immediately are, ooh. Oh, hey. Oh. Oh. Would like you like to dance? Yes. They're all, he comes in with all the poetry and they float on and Vulcan's like steaming mad. Literally. He's like, come and see the ballroom, everybody. And he takes everybody in, and there they are, floating, dancing among these the fountains of water. The disrespect in his own fucking ballroom. Right in front of my salad. I mean, like, it's not like she's doing it against her bro. Right? This reminds me of the um, the Remember the Time video when Michael Jackson shows up and disrespects Eddie Murphy right in front of his house. He sure did. Right in front of Pharaoh. <laughs> <laughs> Because, yeah, that is very disrespectful <laughs> of the both of them. The disrespect. He is a god. Right? And, yes, you're a goddess, and I get it. You do what you want to do. But, like, you still kind of rude. But right in front of your damn, like, immediately. I know. You ain't like, even spoken a damn word. You're floating. That's like, too much. Too come much. Come on. I mean, she is Venus. And he an old man, too. She's got it. So, <laughs> baby, she's got it. I'm your Venus. I'm your fire, your desire. And if you aren't as old as we are, you think that's a fucking Venus Razor commercial. It's but not. no, that's Bananarama. Yep. And that's Bananarama, y'all. I almost doubted myself and went, no, she's no, at the Bengals. No, it's Bananarama. I think I got it. Yes, you did. I got it. I'm your fire, your desire. <laughs> <laughs> and so Vulcan yells at them. He drags them down by their cherub right. silks. And Your calls, her, calls her a floozy. <gasps> floozy! What? Goddess, I can do what I a like. A strumpet, even. Yes, and he carries the Baron back into the mines. Right. Chucks him into a whirlpool. Yes. Albrecht grabs him by the silks and is dragged in, too. Berthold tries to protest. He gets chucked in, too. Right. Sally like, chucked in, too. Everybody goes in there, and they and, go. And Venus whoop. pretends to have done this on purpose to excite her man. Oh, yes. They make up and mooch. He bats his little eyes. That's I, the giveaway. That's, that's what it is right that's there. That's the Tommy giveaway uh -huh. right there. How you know it's, it's the same guy that I bat. Yep. yep. So they're spiraling down. They fall through the earth. They land in the underside of the sea and come up to the surface upside down. They've been dropped through the center of the world to come out onto the other side. And the Baron is old again because yep. he was expelled from a state of bliss. Ugh. He blames I mean, Sally. Yep. And they see an island nearby only. It's not an island. It's, it's a, a bigger sea, sea monster. Creature. It's coming right for oh, him. Oh, shit. That's exactly what I wrote. It swallows him up. It's pretty fucking cool. It's like its own little island, and it comes up from under and swallows him whole. I love me a, a giant sea I monster. I do. I do. I love it a gives, swallowed, like a land yes. inside the sea monster. Yes, like a Pinocchio situation or a yes. Popeye situation. And like, But this poor thing had to have had the guts ache because it didn't I know. digest none of these damn ship wreckages. Well, it's just no. hanging out in its belly. Well, it seemed to have room. I mean, I guess there's a reason why. And I didn't blow it out its blowhole. No. And they, and they were in there presumably a long time. Well, yeah, because I mean, the they're like, guys. oh, we're dead. This is how. Yeah. So he finds, they find all these shipwrecks. Right. They, and they hear singing. Yes. And they find Adolphus and Gustavus. Everybody's there. The whole band's back together. But they're dead. This is hell. Heaven. Hell. Heaven. And Baron set, settles down at the table for cards with death. Right. And Sally's pissed. She's like, you're not going to give up. I'm not going to let you give up. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. And is uh, Adolphus, is he the voice of Gurgi from Black Cauldron? Because he mm. sounds like Gurgi in Black Cauldron. Wow, I do not know. Well, because that sticks out in my mind. Oh, we'll see if Kim can find out if she can us. think of it. But yeah, she tries to rally the group, but they're all playing cards. And the specter sits amongst them, mm -hmm. and uh, Sally disrupts them. And Bucephalus, like how the fuck Bucephalus get in the goddamn sea monster? How the fuck Bucephalus? Bucephalus? Bucef? The horse was there too, <laughs> and just clean as hell, dry right? as hell, looking just, good. Yep, fresh. And <laughs> he tells the crew to prepare to leave. 
Right. Prepare the rowboats. Time to leave. They're like, what? We get the line again about a modicum of snuff is most mm-hmm. efficacious. And they he make blows the monster it up the blow, blow him out the blowhole and land neatly in a rowboat in the ocean. Right. But the Baron is missing. Up. Oh, yep. And he pulls himself and his horse up, up out of the, the water ponytail. by his little braid. Right. He's like, come on, come on. I can't keep this up forever. And they they put him in the rowboat. Mm-hmm. They return back to town, which like, weren't they? Didn't they say they I were in like the South know, Seas now on Nicole, the other side of the earth? I don't know. Why am I trying to make sense this of this? This is a fantastical story. This, this is, is Looney Tunes. He just pulled himself up. Yes. It's clearly Looney Tunes yes. rules. This is Looney So they get mm. back to shore. Everybody in the water. He right. starts, you know, barking orders, whatever. Right. The flag is still flying. The city mm-hmm. has not been sacked. So cool. We're good. So they get blasted on. Uh, they're inviting us to defeat them. We must oblige them. <laughs> and um, they discover that in the Sultan's tent... Ah. is what's his name Horatio right he's up in there with his he's like just in little there making like on. plans for them to surrender or right. whatever like he's oh like, it's your turn this time yeah okay whatever so he's apparently just been able to end this war at any time and has allowed all of these people to die I guess and um then the soul then fucking Baron just starts right chopping or no first they no he goes to surrender himself right he's gonna go that's right oh you guys are old you're fucking you don't want to fight anymore whatever then i'm gonna go turn myself in right but uh he promised to end the siege so he goes off that's why he said does it because he's promised to end the siege so now sally's like but we would have spent time in that fish for nothing right so the right ordinary is bargaining with the sultan, but they're fresh out of virgins. Yes. And the baron offers his head. He goes in right. and says, fine, you can take my head. Let's make this stop. They bring out the uh, blind executioner again. Yes. And the little guy is like, oh. really? You can't see shit. Why are you I know. the fucking one in charge of this? So he hangs that thing in the air for ages. And mm-hmm. right before he can drop the fucking hammer, a shot rings out. Sniper. Takes the blade off the axe and it goes through the sultan's hat, cutting the top off of it. Mm-hmm. Adolphus took the sharp shot and saved him. And the baron is back, baby! Cephalus rides up. He gets on. He just like beheads all these fucking right. Turks brat, brat. as he rides by. Yep. Gustavus or Gustavus uses yep. his wind power. He blows the camp down. And the elephants are like blowing they away. They blow a little mouse over to the elephants yes. and scare them into yes. stampeding. It makes them scared. Uh, he trips. Oh, wait. That's what Bertolt Bertolt's runs off. running off mm-hmm. to try to stop the sniper from shooting the Baron, but that's he trips. He trips over the rock, but he gets there anyway. He st- so instead of being able to stop the sniper from shooting, he now has to chase the bullet. Right. He goes back the other way. Stop and it. Pull it. And he and grabs like, like an armor sleeve. And redirects the bullet right to hit back the to the sniper. sniper. Yeah. And then he falls over and the Baron's like, make yourself useful. Yeah, like, like wow. he's been doing nothing this whole time. Okay. Whatever. So now the Baron leads the army on horseback around and around and around and around until he's spinning in the middle like a carousel horse. Mm-hmm. That had to be fake horse, right? Like I they wouldn't hope so. Like they didn't just put a horse on a lazy Susan. You never can tell. Well, in I the mean, 80s. <laughs> I, I know. Albrecht is dragging <coughs> wrecked ships out of the sea by yes. their anchors and fucking spinning them Spinning over his head. three ships through oh. the air. Tosses them right into the Turks mm-hmm. camp. And it crushes some of them. And then like the team is one and the right ordinary is gooped and he tries to run off. And Baron gets a hero's welcome. Mm-hmm. The statue is repaired and everyone is cheering in the streets and we fly up in order over and we see the right ordinary is up there behind the statue of death sniping snipes him right by little sally they probably Mm -hmm. had a real shooter (laughs) i mean probably had a real shooter (laughs) that squib ran off right next to her head baron falls from his horse and the reaper sculpture bursts open and the real one comes out And they they call a doctor over, but it's really oh. this reaper. This I know, but it's like Dr. Death. Yeah, he's like, no doctors. Unfortunately, no doctors. it's Dr. Death. So Sally knows. She can see it. Yeah. That She's she... trying to push it away, but mm-hmm. they drag her off. Oh, no. And the ghost manages to get his life lights and like flies off. He's all dead. 
Here lies Baron von Munchausen. The city's savior. They're laying him to rest, and as he's lowered into his tomb, yep. you hear him speaking. Yes. Because none of this happened. Nope. And he's like, that on was like only one instance in which I met my death. And now we're back on real time when the actors are like, oh, wait. We're, oh, we're, we're still acting. in the middle of a war. Like, yeah. And yeah. Well, no, but they're like, they got so into the story, even mm-hmm. the actors are like, oh, shit. I forgot we were here. And the right, right ordinary comes in and calls for his arrest. Like, Under how could arrest. You, you do this with the enemy at the door? And the Baron's like, open up the gates. And nobody's listening to him, which so no. I'm guessing because all the soldiers were also in there listening to his tall tale. Right. Because they were in there initially during the play. Yeah. Because, yeah, everybody has just stopped listening Mm-mm. to the fucking dude in charge. No, he's like right ordinarily fucked because he sits there like only his little dude is like still with yeah. him. And Sally Saul's dad. Oh, my God. He is into it. I know. But like, did you notice that his edges are coming oh, up? Oh, yes. Like, it's so like, why hot is out he there? still wearing that fucking wig? I don't know. But I like it with the bangs. Yeah. But he, there's you can see like his brown. Oh, I know. Like you edges. can see it coming off the edges. Come on. Come on. So they get out there. They open the gates and the Turks have gone. Everybody's gone. Which what? They just got tired. Of I guess. Shit like, did they really like what? Well, why the fuck not? I don't know. And here come Bucephalus. Bucephalus. He comes like, running. He's a good boy. And the Baron bids farewell to the beautiful ladies. Sally's like, it wasn't just a story, was it? Uh, he just throws a flower at her, kind of right. chucks it at her. He kind of throws it at her, yeah, a little bit. Right in the fucking eye. Right in the eye. And he like gives her a smile and mm-hmm. rides off into the horizon. Yep, that's exactly what I wrote. Rides off into the horizon. But her dad does change the name of the business to Salt and Daughters. Yes, that's true. Which he only had one, so where's I her sister? I don't know, because it's traditional. Yes, I love this movie. I've seen this movie so many times. I hadn't seen it in a really long time, and it was a good movie to watch today on the rainy day schedule. Yes, definitely. It was nice. I enjoyed it. It was. So if you haven't seen this, seek it out. I don't know whether it's... I don't think it's streaming anywhere right now, No, I had to rent it. Yeah, but um, we have one yearbook signing this week. We got an email. Ooh. Hey, gals, I just finished the X-Files episode, and I have to tell y'all that I was properly traumatized by the fluke man, Oofa Doofa, when he was in the porta potty cry face. I still think about it every time I use one. Love the podcast. Best the Bye Barbarian. Thank you. Thanks. Um, and yeah, that's it for this week. If you guys want to leave us a yearbook signing, you can call us at 702-720-DOOM. And we can play a voicemail on the show, or you can text us at that number. Once yep. again, 702-720-3666. You can send us an email to doomgenerationpodcast at gmail.com. We'll you can read leave that. us a five-star Apple review. That would be We preferable. only accept five stars. Sorry. Except we do not give change. <laughs> no. And uh, if you leave any reviews on there, we will read those out loud. Or if you just like say to me in a DM... <laughs> You use this as something? a yearbook review or just whatever. Say something. A yearbook signing, we will do it. <laughs> and do we have anything else to talk about? I do don't think? think so. That might be it. Oh. And okay. so, until next week. We'll see you next time or whatever when we talk to you next time then. And that will happen when it happens. And <laughs> yes, then it we does. Will be there. Not a moment before. And that will be the time. Yep. Later, Later doomers. Do <laughs> 